Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius October 2022 Astrology Horoscope. We have a lot to cover this month. We've got a lot of mega aspects going on and some other ones, a lot to discuss, but this is our quick summary and then we'll go to the chart and see what's going on. We do have more salty aspects compared to sweet ones, which means that there are more conflicts in the stars than there is a chord, but there still are plenty of nice aspects that will boost us and help us through the little roadblocks that will come with these salty placements. We've got the month split between Mercury retrograde, which brings us you know, into indecision and lack of clarity and schedules changing. But around mid-month, around October 17th, we start to transition into it being a little bit easier to plan, a little bit easier to schedule, and a little bit more clarity on certain topics, as well as a little bit easier to negotiate. Mars has started its pre-retrograde transit. Mars rules impetus, drive, ambitions. As at the beginning of September, you may have noticed that your ambitions are going a little offline and people who you've been expecting to show up are not not showing up. And so this is just going to get stronger October 30th through January 18th and that flow after the fact will last until March 15th. So if you've got a big project that needs oomph and you can work on it in the retrograde, you might be better off in the spring or fall for you all down under to bring that out. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. We do still have Jupiter retrograde, possibly bringing a little less optimism and bringing our big dreams down more internally where we might not be seeing some big things manifest as much and we might be working on those in the backdrop. We've got that full moon that is going to be in the sign opposite yours. So that's noteworthy. We'll talk about that. And we have eclipses. Eclipse season is that time when we tend to have dramatic changes, crazy goodbyes, big hellos, non-negotiable endings and beginnings and changes to our trajectory that bring us more into our highest expression and clear karma. So we've got that going on. We'll talk about where you're likely to see that. And then we've got the last Saturn Uranus square. Uh, That will really start in September and linger into November, but the strongest part is around October 1st through 12th. So we'll go into more of this after, but just wanted to give you the summary of what we're going to cover. Okay, so I'm calling the tagline for Aquarius for this month the deal breaker, and we've got multiple reasons why that's happening. But do know that there is a massive amount of very positive energy. So if that sounds looming, don't let it because you've got trines coming from Venus and the sun. You've got trine, an extended period of time with a trine, which is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology from Mars. And this is very exciting. So, you know, we'll talk about all those pieces, but there are some things that are coming up that could break a deal or could really be, you know, the final straw to something that you're working with. So what we're seeing here is your partnership sectors are still very strongly highlighted. And we've had the energy of Mercury retrograde making you ask questions and dive deeper into things that seem set. You might be experimenting with things. You might be, you know, looking back over old things and seeing really what fits for you moving forward. And again, some conclusion you come to or revelation you have might turn out to be a deal breaker. Creativity is really coming alive at this time. Just pretend that light isn't there. So this energy is really accentuating the ninth house. And the ninth house has to do with your writing and your teaching and your publishing and your learning and the way you see the world. So there could be some new ways that you're seeing things that can enhance everything in your life. And your straight up Leo creativity sector is 
really coming up strongly and you might be going back to different creative projects, things involving kids, you know, questions from the past and going back to things that worked. There is a very strong energy of being the spider. I need enough legs there. Where you're letting the food come to your web. Instead of trying to go out to force food to come to you. All right, so this is retrograde time where really, even though Mercury is going to be clear in the middle of the month, and that will bring a little bit more clarity, a little bit more certainty, some scheduling and things like that. We still have Mars retrograde, Jupiter retrograde, and other retrograde energies that are really telling us to just kind of stay at the shore and see what things come to you instead of trying to put your boats out to sea at this time. Okay, because the tides are just going to bring it back. So you're you're chilling out, you're seeing what's coming to you, you're experimenting, you're trying things on, you know, you're you're learning. Maybe if you've thought about studying a certain topic, you're trying that on. You know, anything that has flexibility or that's kind of a shorter term program, um, you know, less than a year or so. It's like this is the kind of thing that's going on right now for Aquarius. I also wanted to mention that this is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Aquarius placement that you watch for. And if you are a later degree Aquarius, so let's say your birthday is like February 15th through the rest of the sign uh, or so, I also suggest that you additionally listen to my Pisces report because your late degree friends will benefit from both reports. Okay, so let's talk about this full moon opposing your sign now. We've got erase some of this mess here. Earlier I misspoke and said that Aries is opposite to your sign. <laughs> that that was just a, a, mis, a misspeak on my part. It's actually here, 60 degrees from your placement, which is still very notable because 60 degrees is a happy angle. And this is very exciting because it can really bring a lot of opportunities to you. This is the ingredients on a counter um, aspect where certain things that you're wanting to do in your life may show up, but you've got to do something with them, you know, like ingredients on a counter. It's a little hard to see in this version of the chart because I ran it in London and we, that is a little further from the equator, which changes some of these lines, but this is really in the third house. Okay. So this energy where you're going to have a lot of support has to do with mobility, has to do with communication, has to do with relatives. And so you're going to get some blessings from that moon. Okay, so we know that full moons can bring completion, fruition, drama. So in the days around October 9th, we'll say like October 6th through October 12th, the closer to the 9th, you might have extra insomnia, you might have some tensions, or you might have some anxiety or some positive anticipation of something exciting to come. And this could be a time of recognition or something like that. And everyone will feel it, but you'll get even bigger goodies the closer to 16 degrees. So we'll say birthdays like February 6th. Okay, so if you're watching for your degree, say 11 to 21 degrees, the closer to 16 degrees, the bigger kiss. And for birthdays, the days around February 6th, so we'll say February 1st, February 11th, could be a little later than that. This is always, I always have to say the days around because the sun doesn't move into each sign on the same day each year. There could be like a several day difference in when the 
sign starts each year. So there is a little wiggle room here. That's why I say days around. But we'll say basically the first couple of weeks of February and the closer to you know you are to the end of that first week, the more you get the kiss from that. Okay, so on this topic of Mars retrograde, one of the biggest things to know is it's not a time to force anything. If you notice you're getting frustrated, which is the keynote of Mars retrograde when we go against the guidelines, then you might have to just back off. Okay, so just kind of note if you're trying to make something happen, if you're angry and you're trying to force something, or if you're trying to feel like you have an agenda, basically, it's definitely a time to cross out all agendas, except for the basic needs and the basic things, requirements that you have to do. The more of an agenda you have during Mars retrograde, the more frustrated you'll be. Okay, so just see if you can drop the agenda pretty much from September you know, into January at least, and then February you can start like getting more aggressive with your to-do lists and that kind of stuff. It can be a super productive time, but it's going to be more productive when the things that are right in front of you get addressed and they're flowing. Like let's say, because you don't have a lot of other things on your list, you're like, oh, okay, my, this, whatever, my house needs to be repaired. And then it seems to be flowing to get it repaired and you just get it worked out. But as soon as you start having a lot of roadblocks, maybe it's not time to deal with that if it's something that can wait. So it's just kind of an example of understanding how to be. All right, so let's talk about these eclipses. So we're looking at the Scorpio-Taurus eclipse cycle that started at the end of 2021 and goes until the end of 2023. The hot spots every six months that we have in eclipse season are bringing up more storylines about other people's stuff versus your stuff, your shared experience versus your individual autonomy, your emotional space versus your practical, logical space. And all of these topics, small and big and you know subtle and obvious, are coming up again. So we started eclipse season in September, but the actual eclipses are October 25th, 2 degree of Scorpio solar eclipse, and November 8th, 16 degree Taurus lunar eclipse. So the strongest part of, of eclipse season is October and November, and here we are in that. This is a time where you might feel foreboding or positive you know, excitement. This is a time when you might feel like your life is about, about to change and you would likely be right because this is a time when the karma that you've been working with in a certain cycle starts to have an opportunity to be released. And that release sometimes leaves a vacuum, an empty space, which the energies then fill in. Because we know that energy cannot be created nor destroyed, it simply changes form. And that uh, scientific principle is very much at play, visibly at play in the eclipse time, because when something is removed from your life, that leaves a space for something to put, to go back in. And so we're reshuffling around in finances and things and you know relationships and money and this is a cycle that's at play so to learn more about how you can see effects from this i highly recommend you go to anniehelpsyoutv.com click on my eclipse playlist and look up eclipses in scorpio or eclipses in taurus you could try to search for these organically with my name annie botticelli um, sometimes they will come up, but sometimes I don't know what happens in the Google searches. But these two are going to really help prepare you with the things I've seen in this type of eclipse cycle of what kind of changes you might see. Okay, so the more you know, the more you can really work with this energy. 
Now specifically for Aquarius energies, your career, work, um, you know, job, employment, place out in the world, even if it, that's a passion project that you're not getting paid for, your um, anything having to do with your highest expression and the karma that's keeping you from it, all of those energies are coming up. And father figures and your relationship with father or authority figures, those kind of things are very strongly highlighted. So because of that, I recommend that you additionally watch my eclipses in 10th house or Capricorn um, video because that's very specific for Aquarius. And because it's at an early degree in the Placidus charts, all of you have a chance to feel that actually in the ninth house. Okay, so if you also watch eclipses in Sagittarius, that will give you good details. I'm giving you a summary here, but just in case you want to go deeper. So the ninth house can bring those types of changes to publishing, teaching, learning, immigration, international business, your philosophies in life. You could all of a sudden change how you see something in a very dramatic way, and eclipses can do that. Um, you know, it could give you opportunities for adventure to get out of your hobbit hole, um, or it can, you know, help you to go deeper into your inner worlds. So if you're feeling a lot of crazy stuff going on and you're noticing other people are going through stuff, now you know it's because of the eclipses. And this eclipse cycle is, we're just kind of halfway between now. We still have another year of the storylines that are coming up that were brought up at the end of last year. Okay, so the last thing that we've got to talk about here, I'm just going to touch on this because I have a very in-depth video that you can see, is the last Saturn Uranus square. Three times in 2021 we experienced this and it really set a theme for that year, but we also have been in close proximity. These planets have been in close proximity. Um, they, they got closer again in the beginning of the year and now they're kind of, they faded a little bit, but they were still present and now we have the last clash. So basically what we're looking at with Saturn and Uranus has to do with the old, the stodgy, the patriarchal, the, you know, leaders who have let power go to their head, the old systems that have vocabulary and just storylines that are not current for our current play evolution, all of this has been deteriorating because of many different reasons, and I've outlined this in other videos. But so Uranus is challenging that. It's saying, hey, here's the radical new, here's the technology, here's the, you know, the the untested, here's the unpredictable, the erratic. We're gonna throw all this at the system and see what breaks. But we have to also remember that Saturn is additionally acting on Uranus. And Saturn is saying, those, and, th and this is echoing from the global down to your individual experience. So those crazy ideas you have, do they stand the test of time? Are they sustainable? Do they make sense? How are you going to make them, you know, are they just empty promises? Or what, do you, what steps are you going to take to actually make that vision happen? Um, you know, it's, so we're exerting, they're exerting influence on each other. And the ultimate but this isn't a conflictive energy. That's why there's the revolts and the, you know, the the breakdowns to the system and the instability. But, you know, there, there's just constant cycle going through here. And that's what's happening. So we're going to see more of that in our individual systems will be tested. Um, and the global systems are, are going to continue to be tested. This is a very volatile aspect. 
but ultimately the end result is going to be we need to keep some structure and order from the chaos and unpredictability and we're just kind of searching for what are going to be the foundational things that we keep and what are going to be the things we scrap and how are we going to have a plan for these new ideas and how many of the ideas just don't have any grounds or aren't ready to come about yet. So this process you'll be going through individually and we'll see it globally and you can search for Saturn Square Uranus Andy Botticelli. I've got a video in the um, podcast as well. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That is the place where you can find the interface of all the free goodies I make for you. And there is a lot. If you want to learn astrology, I've got different ways you can do that. I've got all of these blogs at CozyBySweetStarlight.com and Annie Helps You. But I also have courses. If you go to LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com, I've got free courses on wellness and abundance. But then I also have an astrology basics course. Um, I've got a becoming a professional astrologer mastery course. So if you want to do astrology as your profession or add it to something you're doing, or just get good enough at it that you can really help your family and friends, I will teach you how to do that. That is my area of expertise. So you can check all that out at, um, loomlife.com. If you'd like to get into my exclusive content portal, uh, things that I give early and extra for this community, you can go to anniebastrology.com. And also check out my books, Radical Prayer, Transform Your Life in the World in 28 Days, and Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. So you can find Planetology actually on the shelf in major booksellers in the mind, body, spirit sector, and you can get both of these on all online sources. I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!